does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Indianapolis. Absolutely. And so we are uh, obviously first round last night. Where are we right now on the clock? I'm, I'm looking. We're what? Round three? We are early round three. Pick number 68. Detroit Lions just selected Hendon Hooker, the quarterback out of Tennessee. So we're early on really? wow. in round three, and the Colts will have 79. So about 10 more picks between now and then. And then we'll see, does Chris Bally trade back again? He's already done that twice tonight to pick up a fourth-round pick and a fifth-round pick tomorrow. So, you know, that's kind of his M.O. Will they draft that uh, third-round pick at 79? Will they trade back and uh, try to pick up some more draft picks uh, and try to have a busy day tomorrow? It's not something I do for a living, so I I clearly don't understand all of it. But my assumption is, uh, they may have targeted certain people in some of these later rounds and uh, to, to try to maneuver to get them, they've had to make some of these moves. Yeah, I think Chris Ballard, you know, he has a plan. He doesn't want to take somebody too high. And so if he likes, you know, maybe a couple of people and think they'll right. still be around a little bit later and then maybe he'll stockpile some drafts and get some more depth. Uh, I know they need to some help on the offensive line that was struggling last year. Uh, tied in, they could probably use some help with. Maybe right. another wide receiver or two. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what they decide to do here tonight and then into tomorrow. But, uh, you know, Chris Ballard's always been one that likes to stockpile those draft picks. And, uh, you know, I think he could, he would have done it last night if he could have, but he knew that they needed a, uh, a quarterback, even though Will Levis, who was another option, didn't go until early tonight in round two. So you never know. Yeah, how would you like to be poor Will Nevis or ne- uh, Will Levis? I mean, how would you like to be? How, what a what a miserable miserable deal this has been for him. And so, uh, it, it's it is unfortunately there seems to be someone like this every year. Uh, this year seems to be he's the guy. And so, uh, that's tough. That is a tough tough thing. You know, you're you're touted as being you know by a lot of people. They had him going to the Colts at number four, and then you slip all the way out of the first round, and uh, you're asking a question that can't be answered, and the and the big answer is why. I, I have no idea. Um, I'm not sure anybody has a particular idea on why it happened, but unfortunately, unfortunately it did. It did, and you know they kind of knew going into last night that it was kind of a game of musical chairs where you have four quarterbacks up there and really only three places for that right. teams needed quarterbacks up there in the top four or five picks. So, unfortunately, Will Levis was just kind of the odd man out, and then he fell to the Tennessee Titans. So, you look at the AFC South now, and now with Will Levis, uh, Anthony Richardson, and then C.J. Stroud, three of the four teams in the AFC South have new quarterbacks uh, in this NFL draft so far. And, uh, you know, Will Levis will be uh, backing up Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's starting to get up there in age. So, you know, we'll see. All right, so weekend for you is one of those uh, uh, great weekends. We get racing all over the joint, so you must be in heaven this weekend. 
I am, yeah. Mark James, we'll hear from him a little bit later, but they are down at Barber Motorsports Park, had practice today. NASCAR is at Dover mm-hmm. uh, International Speedway, the Monster Mile out there in Delaware, and then hopefully, weather permitting, we'll have racing down at Paragon tomorrow night with our four uh, in-house classes. So we'll just have to wait and see, see if the weather permits. It's not looking very good in Dover for the race on Sunday. Uh, we'll see if we get in Paragon. The weather's looking better for IndyCar at Barber as the rain's going to be mm-hmm. after qualifying and before they go racing on Sunday. So, yeah, it should be a fun weekend of racing uh, all over the country uh, with Alabama, Delaware, and here locally. He is the man himself. He is Brad Huber. Every 15 minutes you're going to hear him tell you what's going on in the world of sports Brad, thanks. Glad you're working tonight. It's great to hear from you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Coach. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk with we're going to talk with Mark Jaynes. He's down in um, Alabama. We got uh, IndyCar, NTT IndyCar down, Barber Motorsports in Birmingham. Mark Jaynes coming up after this short break on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by. Indiana Donor Network, it's getting closer and closer to May. Look at your calendars. IndyCar, NTT IndyCar in Birmingham with us, the man who will have the call of uh, Sunday's race and who is the voice of the Indianapolis 500, the one and only, Mark James. Hello, Mark. Coach, how are you? Not as well as you. I mean, I like Franklin. I like living here. But you're in beautiful, beautiful Birmingham, Alabama, getting ready for uh, the lead-up to the greatest spectacle in racing. And so, I don't know, all things equal, I think you're probably doing a little bit better than I am. Well, you know, it's going pretty well. The Children's uh, of Alabama, Indy Grand Prix, is set for Sunday at Barber Motorsports Park. And, uh, you know, it dates back to, to 2010. This is the 13th edition of the NTT IndyCar Series here. And uh, it's a facility that's, uh, I think, one of the most pristine you will find. It's uh, it's come to be known as kind of the Augusta National Motorsports Parks. Uh, it was built by George mm-hmm. Barber, uh, as, uh, who has an extensive motorcycle collection as a place to, 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 to race motorcycles, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a world-class museum on site, uh, three stories. And uh, back in 2010, Gene Hallman of Zoom Motorsports, the promoter, approached IndyCar with the idea of racing here. Uh, he said he was laughed at initially, but uh, was able to make <laughs> it happen. Got got their ear, and um, it's it's it's. I mean, there's going to be probably somewhere between 75 and 100,000 people here over the course of the three days. Now, mind you, <laughs> Coach. Now, where we are in the heart of NASCAR country, and last week right, they raced right. at Talladega. So the fact that we could put 100,000 in here over the weekend tells you how rabid these fans are down here for, for racing of any kind. It sounds to me like they are. Just remember, uh, they laughed at me when we pitched them the idea for Indiana Sports Talk. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, yeah. I, I, share, I share his feelings about it. I understand. Yeah. All right, so today's the day of practice. How'd it go? Everybody good? I don't think we, I don't think we had any problems, did we, today? We're just out there getting some laps. No, not really. I mean, uh, you know, Scott McLaughlin was uh, the fastest uh, with a time of 66.6610. When you're on a road street course, you typically deal with time. It's 
It's not a matter necessarily of talking about speed, because if you did that, right. by comparison to an oval, the speeds would sound kind of underwhelming. And it's interesting to note that McLaughlin uh, was fastest. Will Power was third quick. Joseph Newgarden, who's won this thing three times, was seventh quick. And, uh, and Team Penske tested here uh, last month. And so uh, they were kind of ahead of the curve, if you will. I mean, that first practice session, if you didn't test here, you kind of take the car out, maybe put the setup that was on it last year and see how well it works. And uh, clearly those who did test, like uh, like Team Penske, unloaded uh, pretty quick. Uh, Colton Herta uh, was fast. He was second quick. Scott Dixon, who unbelievably has never won here. With all of the races that he has won and all the success yeah. that he's had, he's never won here. He was fourth quick. And his teammate defending Indy 500 champion Marcus Erickson was uh, fifth quick. Erickson, by the way, is the current points leader. So the usual suspects were near the top. Uh, but good runs today for Christian Lundgaard. Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan's been struggling a little bit out of the gate. Simon Pagino is mired, I think, way back like 22nd in points. He had a good run today. He's looking to get his season turned around. He was ninth quick. So do they have the mindset that uh, this is a race to try to gather momentum coming into the month of May? Uh, I, I don't. My assumption is they wouldn't look at this as just another race. I, my assumption is they'd come in and really try to Granted, it's a road course, but still, uh, it's an extremely important race to get some momentum and get to feel good about yourselves heading into Indianapolis in May. Yeah, some looked at Texas in that vein because it's an oval. But, but yeah, I, I right. agree with you. I think I think the teams would, too. I mean, let's face it, you've, you've got this race, and then, of course, you've got the GMR Grand Prix uh, at, at the Speedway to kind of kick off the month of May. Oh, and hey. I don't I Mark, hey, I hate to do this. I, 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 Mark, I apologize for this. We need to go to a scoreboard update. We come back, no we'll follow back up on that with Mark Jane. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. And the Indianapolis Colts made their second-round pick a little bit earlier, and it was a local uh, fan favorite. Julius Brents from Warren Central and Kansas State, a cornerback. He was drafted at number 44. The Colts traded back twice and picked up two picks, one in the fourth round tomorrow, one in the fifth round. They have one more pick as of now at pick 79 here in the third round. Uh, is at 73 right now, so hopefully we'll have some information at the top of the hour about who the Colts will select. Let's go to some minor league baseball across the state of Indiana as one just went final. The Peoria Chiefs uh, defeated the South Bend Cubs 5-2, and the Indianapolis Indians are trailing Columbus 7-4. That is in the top of the ninth inning. ECHL Hockey, the Indy Field were eliminated last night in the Kelly Cup playoffs. The Fort Wayne Comets trail the Cincinnati Cyclones two games to one. This is game number four, and after two periods, the Cincinnati Cyclones lead the Fort Wayne Comets Three to nothing. College baseball ongoing right now. Missouri State leading Valpo three to nothing. That is in the top of the ninth inning. UND uh, is winning big time today over Rockhurst nineteen to five. That is in the top of the eighth and the only other game ongoing. Indiana South Bend leading Roosevelt 
seven to four. Florida State beat Notre Dame three to two. Purdue beat Rutgers six to one. Creighton over Butler sixteen to three. Evansville beat Indiana State two to one. Maryland beat Indiana thirteen to two. And Southern Illinois Edwardsville beat Southern Indiana ten to three. We'll have all the latest information on the Colts draft at the top of the hour. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by. Indiana Donor Network, before I rudely cut off the voice of the Indianapolis 500, Mark Janes, we're talking about uh, Barber Motorsports, the scene of uh, race Sunday in Alabama as we get ready for the Indianapolis 500. I asked you about uh, the, the, the feelings of the teams and drivers coming into this race, and you were giving a good explanation of how they viewed this race before they come into Indianapolis. And so I'll just throw it back to you and let you pick up back on that thought that you had. You know, that, that music that you used to throw to break, I kind of feel like I'm on stage at the Oscars and my acceptance speech has gone too long. We do our best. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, uh, while certainly from a team, uh, I guess a team chemistry perspective, the next two races, both this one and the the, the GMR IndyCar Grand Prix on the on the road course, I think they're very very important because I mean you coached long enough, you know how important momentum is. Period. Sure. Um, sure. But, but I think I think between the performance in Texas on the oval, and then the test we had last week at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I think that's where a lot of them kind of gained their confidence for the for the Indy 500. I mean those that tested well at Indy. Um, kind of feel good. Although Kyle Boyer told me today uh, of, of Team Penske, by the way, another proud 1982 graduate of Monrovia High School. Right, uh, Kyle right. Boyer told me, he said, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic about how well we ran during the test at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. He said, because we left there last year uh, feeling really good about our chances in May, and we showed up, and he said it was, it was not a very good month for us. So, you know, he said that it, it, it kind of gives you a head start on, on the month for sure. You feel good about yourself, feel good about the car. But, uh, boy, there's been a lot of teams show up there with a lot of confidence and for whatever the reason have tried their darn well best to seem like to miss that race. It's, it's been a close call for some, including Will Power. You remember a couple of years ago. I mean, Will Power right, almost right. did not make the Indianapolis 500. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a fickle place for sure. And I think you want anything positive on your side uh, before you get ready to tackle that place during the month of May, no doubt. It is a fickle place to be sure, but also it's you look at uh, previous races on the IndyCar NTT IndyCar series. It's been a fun, fun series for you and everybody involved because you've had different winners, you've had great competition. Which I, I mean, I'm just a, a layperson. I don't, I'm not an expert. I would think it bodes well for what the month of May is going to be about. Well, you've learned a lot listening to us by your pool in Franklin. That's for sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm always impressed. <laughs> no, that is true. Always, <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking forward to it again. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but you know, I mean, I, I think the die was cast last year, if you will. I mean, stop and think about the fact that the fact that Will Power won a championship and he won one race in Detroit. And right, still won right. a championship. And so that gives you an idea of the level of parity that we have. And, oh, by the way, to start this season, we've had, what, three races and I think three different winners. So uh, right. we could have a fourth different winner tomorrow. So maybe it won't be wins that will get that championship. Maybe it will be those uh, the, the top threes and those top fives just just like last year. And uh, I, I, I think uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's fun going into each and every week. And, 
for that matter, is good for the teams because, you know, we've got 27 cars rolling off the grid tomorrow, and depending on what happens with pit strategy and whatnot, any one of those 27 can get to victory lane, and I, I think that's what people like. I really do. So give me a, a favorite or two that you might have going into the race. Well, you know, like I said, Joseph Dugarden's won this thing three times, um, and, and, and I, I you know, some guys just are comfortable some places. Uh, the guys that I think have really got the jaw locked because they've had a lot of success other places but not one here, Colton Herta, the defending 500 champion, Marcus Erickson, and, and certainly mm-hmm. Scott Dixon. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think because of the conversation that I had earlier today with Kyle Boyer, I, I, I really feel good about what, what, what Team Penske could do this weekend. And I think any one of those three drivers would be a, would be a smart bet if that's, uh, if that's what you choose to do and that's what you're looking for. All right, what's the schedule coming up tomorrow? Uh, well, we've got a pretty busy day, as you know, Coach, in addition to our coverage of the NTT IndyCar Series. We cover the Indy Next, formerly known as Indy Lights, and uh, we just right. started right. with their second practice session tomorrow at 10. Then at 11 o'clock, these are central times now, at 11 o'clock central time, IndyCar practice, and then the, the Indy Next qualifying session is at 125 central, and then at 2 o'clock central time, we'll have uh, – the Firestone Fast Six and Indy Car Series knockout qualifying. And then we want you to join us for the race on Sunday, most assuredly on a lot of these stations at 1.30 Central Time, 2.30 Eastern. That's when we'll have flag-to-flag coverage of Sunday's race. All right. Uh, we'll try to track you down tomorrow. I know it's going to be a long day for you, but we'll try to give you a call. Mark James, always the best. Thanks a lot, Mark. Have a great night. You too, Coach. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Mark. Mark James, NTT IndyCar Series in Birmingham, Alabama. Coming up, uh, qualifications tomorrow, race on Sunday. Uh, Mark will be with us tomorrow. On tonight, Adam Alexander from Fox will join us talking some NASCAR. So, yeah, we got you covered race weekend brad huber's ecstatic about this kind of a weekend he lives for this speaking of brad huber he's coming up at the top of the hour with another scoreboard update to update you on the nfl draft specifically how it relates to the indianapolis colts Uh, julius brintz from warren central high school cornerback uh six four from kansas state just a great, great pick, an emotional pick without question. Uh, Colts need the help at that particular spot. Uh, went after a, a local guy who's had great success. I think this will be this will be fun. Uh, we'll talk about uh, that pick and others. I think you're up to date through that first round. So Brad will catch you up to date on later picks and what's happening uh, around the league with uh, – the NFL draft. I do want to remind everybody, join us next weekend. We're heading down the stretch, so to speak, for season number 29. We have uh, this weekend to wrap up the month of April, and then the month of May rolls in with four more weekends for us. So season 29 ends on that uh, Friday, excuse me, Saturday before the Indianapolis 500. The show continues throughout the summer. I think you all know that, but I'll take my customary couple of months off and gear up for season number 30 coming in August. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up with Brad Huber. This is 
the legendary Indiana Sports Talk.